Ramble. Good morning, Tripod listeners. You got the Try Guys here. You got Keith. Hey. You got Zach. Hey. Hi. Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and you've got Eugene. Shit. Sorry, I fucked it up oh, already. Oh, Eugene. Yeah. No, it's it I was ac- fine. because I accidentally elbowed him and I felt bad and I was thinking about him. And as so that's why you said Zach. Oh, yeah, because I, I don't know. Maybe that's in that how, moment, how Zach you entered your soul and you were wow. Zach. Wow. We've had ourselves a little Freaky Friday moment over here. <laughs> <laughs> Eugene and Zach are so, going to switch places. Yeah, for the rest of the podcast, I'm going to be uh, playing the role of Eugene today. And oh, my God. Oh, yeah. What no, would I do Eugene, if I was you Zach? Have to do a Zach impression. I'd probably just touch my hair the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Whoa. cold. Oh, man. My uh, body is so tiny and <laughs> everything hurts. <laughs> <laughs> it's February, baby. We did it. We did it. Woo! We got yeah. through January. Now it's February. Now we're in yeah. the stupidly spelled month. And also, it's an extra long month because it's the leap <gasps> That's month. That's right. It's leap yes. year. It's a leap year. There's 29, leap month. 29 <laughs> days. Count them. What are you guys going to do with that extra day? You should have a party. I do think instead of making it just like, you know, adjusting the calendar, they should, when this happens, add a full-on day. Yeah. yeah. It just intersects after Friday, and it's called... It's called Splatter Day. Yeah. Or, <laughs> yeah. Ooh, that's awesome. Love that. And, we, and it's, it's just... between Saturday it's and just, Sunday. It's, it's just the purge. We day. just all attack each other in this blood splatter. Day. Um, Y'all, I wish there was a day this day. year. Yeah. falls on a Saturday. Oh, wow. But, but see, to I your want, point, we want... Sa- we want f- Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Splatter Day, Sunday. Yeah, I'm calling it Splatter Day this year. Splatter Day. Yeah, yeah you don't want an extra day at work. You want an extra weekend day. You want a day to splat. Yeah. If Splatter Day is just taking the place of Saturday, then it's like, well, fuck. Now I don't have. A I can't wait to go to the party Ned throws at his house on Splatter Day. <gasps> splatter Day party. There's <laughs> slime everywhere. Paint puddles. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you had a really good Super Bowl party. That's right. I threw a Super Bowl party last weekend. It was so Dope. fun. Mm. We had so much food. There's a lot of kids that came. And I realized, like, I'm, I'm like, starting to... Some of my friends now are friends with kids. Yeah, I I had a realization last <laughs> night. Friends who have kids. <laughs> yeah, wait, friends with kids. What did I say? Friends with kids, friends with which kids. is correct. Friends That's with but, kids? You know, yeah, I'm, I thought it was, I'm friends yeah. with children. I thought it was, like, Bob Brown. Oh, with kids. okay. <laughs> yeah, Bob Tyler. brought, like, a five-year-old named Madison. I was like, hey, it's my friend Madison. <laughs> right, <laughs> yes, yes. She I'm likes ponies. Friends with kids. Do you not consider yourself friends with Wes? I'm totally friends with kids. <laughs> I, I just said, if you play it back, I said, I'm friends with children. Ned is a friend with kids. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if Wes considers any of us his friends yet. Wes has discerning taste. No. Yeah. He's very discerning right now. Poor, poor Wes, too. I mean, it was the Super Bowl, so there's some screaming, there's some shouting, a lot of it from me. And anytime that he, that poor little dude entered the room, we would all go, yeah, and he would run away like, <laughs> no, like no, 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 too loud. Wes oh. also discovered the little candy Pocky. Oh, the, yeah. Uh, yeah. The chocolate, candy. tiny uh, little sticks. One of the best <laughs> candies to pretend is a cigarette. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He kept saying Pocky, Pocky, and just wanted to grab all of the candies. It was fun seeing uh, Matt Patton Steph's kid Ollie there too, mm-hmm. who is around his age, maybe six months younger. And yeah, when he when they came, close together, yeah, actually. it was like, well, not the same, but when you see new dogs meet each other, I was just so excited to see how they didn't. Me too. Yeah, but they're very different because uh, Ollie is the mo- like so talkative. He just cu- his mouth was constant. Everything. Well, Matt Pat would yeah would repeat Talk. everything. <laughs> it was so. It was. I don't know if you've seen any of Matt Pat's videos. It was so cute because but um, his mom was saying developmentally apparently I'm not the expert on this but I was I'm repeating what she said. Uh, kids are supposed to hit certain benchmarks at certain ages mm-hmm. but kids are all individuals. So she was like yeah Ollie's very talkative. Well she's like when I look at Wes he's so strong. <laughs> <laughs> she's like he's she's like my dad, my wow. son's like so so wimpy next to Wes who's like carrying that things. boy full ground. Yeah. <laughs> I was like well he is Ned's son. There was a moment where. Uh, uh, they shared like there was a little ball pit that we had, and at one point they shared a ball with each other. Oh. It was just so cute. I was like, ah, they're sharing. Take this ball. <laughs> you had a ball. You had a ball pit. 
Yeah, like, man. Like in a Chuck E. Cheese? Yeah. Dude, it was lit. Shit. No it's more like a kiddie Fuck. pool filled with balls. It's, I mean, I, I see where your imagination's going. I want to yeah. reel it yeah. back. It was, okay. it was wanna, only for children. But for their scale. <laughs> you're telling me Keith didn't go in the vault. I want to no. squash the ember <laughs> no. in your heart, Miles. <laughs> I also, um, there was a white teepee in the back, like one of those kids' teepees. Oh, cool. And I went towards it, and I turned to Becky and Keith, and I said, can you guys go inside and fondle on the couch while I play inside here while a family hides <laughs> under your table? <laughs> Wait, what? Uh, parasite. Parasite. Oh reference. right, okay, oh. I get it now. It was pretty yeah, good for yeah, everyone yeah. who was mm-hmm. who was in the know, and then everyone else looked at me like really confused because Becky was like, "Yeah, <laughs> Keith, come on, oh, touch, yeah. my <laughs> <laughs> touch my boobies, <laughs> touch my boobies, touch my boob." Uh, I made a, a counterclockwise. F- yeah, I yeah. made a f- right, right. <laughs> all in front of the kids. <laughs> oh yeah, the movie's great. Lily Singh brought five giant boxes of chipotle catering she was like i threw a party last night and can i bring some chipotle that was, was lily's like, yeah sure yeah oh. lily walked in with these big boxes because she's trying to get rid of all the catering you know that's the first time i've ever yeah. watched the super bowl with someone who was in a, a super, bowl super bowl commercial, commercial. yeah it was so <laughs> surreal that was pretty cool i heard everyone screaming i ran in because i was waiting for the halftime show and i was just like oh oh my god are are we at the level now where you know someone who's in the Super Bowl commercial? That's so bizarre. I was just I was proud astounded. of myself just yeah. for being by association. Yeah, yeah. everyone cheered. It, it was a. <laughs> it actually added a really wonderful stress to the game uh-huh. because she knew. Oh, my commercials in the first quarter. So like commercial break came. She stood up. She's like, Oh my god, this is. Oh, she didn't know which commercial. No, break. she doesn't oh. know. She's and, here. Mm. So, so she's excited, but she's nervous, and her friend has her little phone ready to film. <laughs> and then she's like, and then the commercial ends. Oh, okay, it's not this. Oh, okay, we'll get him next time. We'll get him next time. And then <laughs> the next commercial break goes. Oh, here and we go. Here we go. It's like every minute and a half. It's almost every two plays. Like, all right, well, we need to take a break. <laughs> it was 10 minutes of agony yeah. watching Lily know that the commercial was any second, and you can't look away because this is the time I need to be glued to the screen. It's mm-hmm. only going to happen like this once. I did uh, feel we missed out on a great TikTok opportunity to do like a legacy YouTuber check because we <laughs> yeah. had we had so yeah. many like ten plus year YouTubers there. We had Laura DIY, we had Matt Pat, we had Lily Singh, we, Link of we, Rhett and we fame. had Link. <laughs> uh, we had. There's somebody else. Oh well, Hannah Hart was supposed to come, and she didn't. I thought they were too big of a. She's actually too big of a 49ers fan. She wanted to watch it by herself. I get that. (laughs) I understood it. I understood it because I, I, I'm a big football fan, and I didn't even watch pretty much any of the first half. The Super Bowl. I was just talking to people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. When you're a fan of the team playing, the Super Bowl is not fun. Uh It's it's pure stress and and torture. (laughs) Right. And when you're surrounded by people that want to chat, it's it's not a good time. I, I made a fatal flaw this year in. Forgetting, actually, I've made this every year. I forget that the Super Bowl is a social event. Whereas I'm, <laughs> so I was sitting on the couch and I'm just interested in watching the game. That's what I want to do. That's why I'm there. And Link and his lovely daughter are trying to just be nice and chat to me. And I'm like, I, I got nothing for you, man. I, I'm going, I am the worst person to talk to at this party. I, I am my half of my focus is just glued toward this television. You're like, if you want to talk about Jimmy G's stats and how handsome he is, I'll talk about that. Mm hmm. So another fun, exciting thing happened this week. Eugene, you got a new dog. I did. I teased the possibility at the end of the last tripod, and then I, in fact, adopted a third dog. Yay! It was a whole journey for you, though, because you... I want to. I want you to tell the whole goddamn saga because it was exhilarating. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it Becky was, was involved, and Becky was, involved. and <laughs> Becky was there. And Becky, Becky was there. Becky is Kim Bob's surrogate mom. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Yeah. yeah. Uh, she carried. Him she, did. she did. She did. <laughs> did you guys wash each other's hands? Oh, we did so much. We did so much hand washing. <laughs> Becky and I have a special relationship, meaning that we just we we're, we have a very similar wavelength of humor. Wow. If you're watching on YouTube, Eugene is glowing right now. She's got she's got like she's she's the she's the straight girl that gay guys really like because mm. she's very inappropriate. It's oh, that nice. type of vibe. Mm. Um, but <laughs> she owns it. She loves it. Um, yeah. So. Interestingly enough, part of the deal when we moved into a new house was uh, 
I told my boyfriend, with more space comes more dogs. That's like a prerogative of mine. <laughs> so if we have, if, if we can handle two dogs in a tiny apartment, then with a house, four dogs seemed like totally natural. And he said, no, 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 for a long time. And he said, okay, three. That's what you do to bargain. Mm. You shoot high, oh, aim in the middle. High. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bargain tips with Eugene Lee. Yep, Woo. yep. So I was like, four <laughs> dogs, four dogs. We can handle it. We'll have like kind of a yard. Um, so he agreed to three, but he works out of town. So he uh, obviously it'd be better if he was here to get it. So we, and we were more settled in, but still like contractors are there. We're still moving in, but something happened over the last weekend. Maybe it was fate. We were playing with this um, person's Frenchie puppy at uh, a cafe while we were having lunch. And just out of out of just playing with this pup, I start looking at this adopt uh, a pet finder I had uh, notifications from. For oh boy, this you get app push. It's like an app where I get notifications about um, dogs from the pound to uh, just fit like size and age and weight of the dog we were looking for, which is like terrier-ish, mud-ish, something small. Basically like anything like Pesto or Emma. I mean, can you imagine getting push notifications of uh, dogs like It's torture. I don't know why I did that You would adopt a dog in like 20 hours. Right now. Yeah. Yeah. Are you going to say no? Follow my mom on Facebook. It's the exact same thing. She shares, I'm not kidding, five rescuable animals a day. It is a totally wow. like a middle-aged woman thing on mm-hmm. Facebook for sure. Uh, so and I basically... And that's the Venn diagram where you and middle-aged women meet. Yep. <laughs> my, my, my phone was like a subscription to Keith's mom. But um, <laughs> yeah, it was, it was interesting because when I looked just that morning, and this is very rare, uh, two full Frenchie puppies were going to uh, be able to available for adoption uh, Wednesday morning. So that Wednesday morning. Uh. So like in four days. And typically I was like, no, we don't really want to. But just because we uh, were just playing with one, I was like, oh, can I go check these out? And Mac goes, okay, sure. And so I call them in advance and they say, well, you know, if you're going to come, you have to come before 9 a.m., between 8 and 9 a.m., because we have to raffle them off. Because apparently with, you know, shelters, they know that if you happen to have one, a very young dog, like a puppy, or a full breed dog, um, they are going to be super popular because typically it, they cost more than a thousand dollars to get mm-hmm. a dog from breeder. So can I shade this in for you on your behalf too? Yeah. Is I know that you love Frenchies and there are a lot of breeds that you love, but Eugene's the kind of guy that has a very, is it like a moral obligation when it comes to adopting dogs where you know that there's so many dogs in shelters of, in needs of homes, you would never consider going to a uh, a breeder of any sort. It's no, just not in no. the equation for you. No, it's just my thing, I guess. I yeah, yeah I, I certainly just uh, I've always really liked dogs, and I had a dog, a couple dogs growing up from the pound, so I just always knew, and it's just so sad. But um, regardless, I uh, but this is rare. This yeah, is like this is you rare. Have a, a Frenchie, which is a coveted, mm-hmm. very expensive dog that has somehow found its way, way into to the a pound. shelter. Yeah, yeah. So I was in like, I was like you know what, maybe I'll like check it out. Who knows? Maybe I'll get like a Frenchie. But you know, I, I went and right when I arrived with Becky, uh, the parking lot was full of like 60 to 70 people. Whoa. Not waiting. exaggerating. Not exaggerating. Whoa. Waiting. They That's put their crazy. applications in. They were all waiting to nab these puppies. And what's interesting like is- the Black Friday. Yeah, it was, a, it was the Black Friday <laughs> of, of dog adoption. Because you know, uh, with breeders, like you, you go and you pay a certain amount and it's a very different process and it's, Obviously, if you can afford it, you go and it's a targeted thing. You want to get this type of dog. But at the shelters, it's like basically like the lottery. So (laughs) if you go, you are putting in your bid to pay like $100 to get this full bred dog. Um, And this happens a lot. I talk to them afterwards. It happens a lot with full breed dogs and puppies because when and they always have a date that they become available. So basically, they handed out the tickets to everybody who qualified with their application, which was still like 50 to 60 people. And then they just pulled a ticket and one Frenchie went to this dude and one Frenchie went to that dude. And that was it. And the worst thing about it already, I was feeling kind of icky because right when we got there, I turned to Becky and I said, I feel really weird about this. I feel gross that I'm like standing around for like to get a puppy because as we're standing in the parking lot, just behind the gate, you see rows and rows of kennels. Of, yeah. full br- of like mixed little mutt dogs like crying and I was just <laughs> sitting 60 there. people are like I'll do it for a Frenchie but They'll do it for, for a Frenchie <laughs> yeah. and the biggest indicator of that was right when the raffle was over I'd say 99% of people just booked it they Aww. just left and then French I was standing there. Yeah, I was standing there going like, "Huh?" Because I think part I of I want my dog to have breathing problems. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I want big ears, big, big, big ears. Yeah. And why those people wouldn't just go to a breeder at that point? Well, because they can't afford it, probably. Oh. Yeah, because oh. breeders are expensive. You. It was a situation where uh, certainly I think 
my boyfriend. So it truly is the Black Friday of puppies. It is the Black Friday of puppies. They wanted that that widescreen TV. They didn't get it. They, they, mm. they leave. Um, but he, I think he kind of knew I probably wouldn't get the puppy. So he was just like, yeah, go check it out. So Eugene, you got in for the doorbuster deal and then... You I left also a, a, stayed for the other merchandise. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I came in for the widescreen new release. Like you got a standard definition. Mark standard definition. Exactly. And so I remember I, HD DVD players. Eugene went home with one of those. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> those are yeah. good. I uh, good. <laughs> still works. The, you know, good. just not a Blu-ray. <laughs> I texted my boyfriend and said, "Yo." uh, I think I think <laughs> yo yo, yo. Well, I, it was also like yeah it was like yo boy actually we are very casual we're like Keith we're like Keith Becky level casual mm-hmm. um, no PDA no touching mm-hmm. no touching um, we uh, we we I, I went yo uh, I feel like you would have felt gross about this too so it's probably my ethical prerogative to walk around the the shelter at least just like browse yeah. and he goes yeah go for it so I walked around and. Of course, I just can't walk in and not leave with something. <laughs> Again, Black Friday style. But for me, it was more like, oh, I have to like help one of these dogs. But um, I think I've developed a sixth sense with with shelter pups. Um, Emma's a different story because Emma, mm-hmm. I saved from a roommate who was going to get rid of her after he got her from a shelter. Yeah. Um, Pesto was his. He was uh, Pesto was like sixty bucks. He was in the pound. <laughs> He was matted. He, his back was. They paid you sixty bucks to adopt. <laughs> Basically, yeah, he was a puppy, but he was scalloped. His whole back was open, oh. like like a like Resident Evil movie. Oh, that's why he has that big scar. That's why he has the big scar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, worst use of the word scalloped. He was scalloped. Yeah, so like scallops. no one wanted him. He was this like weird Aww. little puppy standing in the corner. But Matt was like, I think he has a good personality. When we played with him, yeah. he brightened up. So when we walked through the, I don't get it, we walked through the gross. kennel. Um, Pesto was with us, which he wasn't supposed to be, but we, we ended up walking around with him. Yeah. And all the dogs were barking. And the first thing you do is you target the dogs who are like curious but interested. Uh-huh. And Kimbop ended up being one of those dogs. So when we played with him, his personality just lit up like a fucking firecracker. Yeah. And then basically within the next few hours, he was he was mine. He's so. a little sweetie too. He's sweetie. He yeah. fits in. He like came into the office, immediately came up to everybody. He's licking, he's wagging, he's yeah. a part of the community. He's licking, he's wagging, <laughs> yeah. he's doing what doggies do. And I'm not I'm not putting my place in my bets yet, but I have a feeling Kim Bob's gonna be be a little bit of a favorite for a lot of people. Yeah. Because he his now that his like kennel cough is going away and he's acclimated and he's not as scared anymore, he's kind of a spasmataz. Yeah. Like he is He's fetching, he is, but he's he's both a cuddle monster and a spaz. Yeah. And those are two elements that people really like in dogs. Mm-hmm. So uh yeah, he's he's gonna be a he's a keeper. But what a weird process now, because you have a four-year-old dog and you're oh, yeah, not and training, yeah. you're learning what does he know. Yeah. So he's potty trained, but he, we don't know if he's crate trained. Is he does he know how to play fetch? Like what are He certainly does not know his name. <laughs> well, <laughs> no, not yet. No, because I just have to use it a different tone. I'm like, Kim Bop. And then he'll look at me, but he certainly was raised by someone else and had yeah. a name. And Bird. we don't know the name. Yeah, I have no idea what his name was. Dale. No. Yeah. What if, yeah, something. just try every name. Yeah, I started making... <laughs> I, one <laughs> night I started like yelling different syllables at him, but he just kept looking at me What if he only res- What if he only responds to Zach? Would you call him Zach? That's going to be confusing. Hell no. But I did get him a green harness. <gasps> He's me. Which a lot of people thought <laughs> the harnesses <laughs> like, were the Try Guys colors. I thought it was more... Oh, you know, cute. Huey Dewey Louie, mm. starter Pokemon, yeah, Harp of Girls. He does kind mm. of look like the Charmeleon to Pesto's Charizard. Like, I feel like bit. he kind of has, he looks like Pesto, Pesto is me. Charizard. Pesto, well, you wouldn't expect him to be, but no, Pesto, <laughs> Pesto's like Ivysaur at best. I don't <laughs> think Charmeleon, being Charmeleon is not a compliment. Is he the hottest mid tier of the original three Pokemon? Yes, of course. But all of the middles are are the awkward teenagers. Wartortle looks dope. Are yeah. you kidding? Mary you think Wartortle's hot? Yeah, hotter than Charmeleon. Oh, Dude, bro! Have you, have you looked? Bro. Have you even bro. looked? Have you even? Have you ever fucked a Pokemon? Hold on. Let's, we, can all, we can all say though that Ivysaur is just unfortunate looking. Ivysaur is 
so ugly. sad. It's so I sad. I would bang oh, Ivy Sword. No, you would not bang Ivy <laughs> I would bang him and I would treat him to a dinner. War Turtle is definitely hot. Okay, let me see this. Okay, look at it. It's been a while. He's got the cool Look at that motherfucker. Oh, shit. Doesn't he have sunglasses on? He's that's You're just remembering the island of Squirtles from that one episode. Is that is that the official illustration though, or is that some fan bullshit? This is on the Pokemon.com War Turtle Pokedex shot. Just search. Charmeleon, get ready for a dude who doesn't look good. Okay, I'm. You know what? A big man accepts when he's wrong, and I would totally <laughs> fuck War Turtle. You're right. <laughs> he's a hot. He's a hot mid tier Pokemon. <laughs> look at this dope. Yeah, Charmeleon. Charmeleon kind of looks like a dweeb. He's got no biceps. Charmeleon looks like a fuck boy though. Charmeleon yeah, I mean, leaves leaves you on red. But you know, I think the, the okay. I, I see where you're going with that. I think all the right, second right. the second evolution, the mid tiers, is basically <laughs> puberty for a lot of them. really skinny yeah, shoulders yeah. and just they giant all look hands. I googled sexy war turtle and a lot of fun stuff came up. Oh, no, oh I'm not, doing that. Do not Google sexy don't, any part. Yeah, I was do. googling scalloped <laughs> to try to see if that was a term for being cut, and oh. then I I went down a rabbit hole of a condition called scalloped tongue, yeah. which don't is Google where the it. edges of your don't, tongue look like a, a seashell, <gasps> and that is pretty cool looking. And I'm like, oh yeah, because I only know about my tongue disorder, and there's a whole bunch of tongue disorders. Connect. Wow, yeah. that's like what turtles have, right? Their tongues are like hard. It wasn't like that. They more looks like like they have like whoop, 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 around their tongue. And for you <laughs> listeners, I'm drawing little <laughs> edges scallops. around the tongue, like a scallop shell, like how oh. it has the little loops. Yeah. I would also like to go back uh, about 20 seconds ago. I would say don't Google sexy war turtle, but if you did, you would find that there is a a subsection of it's like where furries and Pokemon meet, huh. and so these are humanoid. Sexy drawings of Pokemon, and yeah. I don't like this one bit. Well, well I'm in it now. Uh, what other sexy Pokemon do you want to look at? Not gonna lie, I ain't mad at that. What is the sexiest Pokemon? <laughs> I guess it also Besides upsets me. Tails. It upsets the me that they're all Pokemon? women, because I expected them to be like yokes dudes. Sexy nah. Charizard is is a is a busty lady. Look at that. That's not fun. Yeah, we're gonna order oh, that wow. from DeviantArt. It's huge. No, there's a there's That's a big subculture busty. of uh, illustrators who immediately. Um, mm. draw like sexy versions of new characters <laughs> from yeah Pokemon especially, but other pop culture things. And it's all like, over Twitter. Yeah, yeah. sexy Snorlax is either ripped or looks like one of the people in Cats. This is <gasps> so funny. Whoa. Is it Snorlax wow. the big guy? Yes, yeah. yeah. Snorlax yeah. is fat. Mm. Sexy Snorlax is kind of you know cool. Uh, <laughs> Wow. So I got Pokemon Sword for Christmas, and I'm playing the first ever Pokemon that I've ever played in my life. So I get all of these jokes now. <laughs> Pretty exciting for me. I played about like 45 minutes worth, so I know a thing or two. I Wait, who's can your throw star? Who's your starter? Ball. Are you using one of the new ones? Uh, yeah, he has to. Uh, he has to. I only know him by the <laughs> name Thunderfart. <laughs> Are you still naming your Pokemon Hell silly yeah. name? Wait, did you uh, pick Scorbunny? I picked Scorbunny. Yeah, of course you did. Yep. Yeah, he actually I, evolves into someone that looks like he plays like mixed martial arts. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think he's supposed to be a soccer player. He's like a soccer. Yeah, player. I, I like yeah. him how he kicked. So I named him Thunderfart, though. That's pretty funny. So you <laughs> named him like a lightning type. Huh? <laughs> you named him like an electric type Pokemon. He's a fire oh type. right, yeah, there are electric types. Mm -hmm. I I'm aware. <laughs> <laughs> this is your first one. Your first. You know, Pokemon. I walk through the tall grass at night. <laughs> and, I, uh, I only named one Pokemon. It was just one of those stupid sheep, and I just named it Sheep. Honestly, <laughs> That's good. it's kind of a grind. I, I don't really want to keep playing it. Yeah, because you got to leveling up all my Pokemon. I, I, it was fun for a while, and now I'm like, man, this would be a lot more fun when I was nine. Once you yeah, realize the, the thrill of this, <laughs> having a bike in Pokemon, you'll never be able to go back. A bike? Yeah, yeah you, you get, get the a bike, bicycle, and you're just zooming through that talk. Then you get a bike mm. that can go on the water, and then you can zoom around on the water. Oh, you like you 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 ride on your Dratini's head or something. Not anymore, no, no. In dude. This game, you get a bike that goes on the water. Yeah, well, I don't like that one bit. I want to ride my Pokemon. You can't ride a Dratini. You That's kill it in the yeah. game. You drive. You ride a Lapras. And Dratini. Oh yeah, you could ride any of them. It looks like a Dratini. <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> but any little you could you could ride a Magikarp. Why do you have to teach the fish how to swim? <laughs> Hold on, wait a minute. Swim was a learnable, teachable thing, and you had to teach a water fish. Pokemon swim or surf or whatever it was. They're in the water. <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah, it's not a that doesn't track. Before it, it was just surf. it was surf, not swim. Oh. Surf. 
I'd like uh, to issue a correction. It's surf. It's surf. It's Nobody. Surf. I know people are already about to tweet at me. Don't at us. <laughs> fuck off. No, no, I'm not going to tell them that. Keith yeah. wants you to fuck off. Come on over. You can tweet at me if you want. Uh, Keith, you had an exciting thing happen to you this week. Well, yesterday <laughs> I was going. So I was getting ready to go see a couple house showing, some open houses mm. before I went to Ned's bomb ass Super Bowl party. <laughs> and I'd really made all the time work. I'm like, I have enough time to go to these houses, pick up the cheese plate that I got and go to Ned's. Now, as I was pulling out, I was looking to my left and I was on Los Feliz Boulevard, a very trafficked street. And I looked and I saw, okay, there's a lot of people in my lane. I waited probably a full minute signaling waiting. And then finally a huge gap occurred. I'm like, great, I'll pull out now as you do when you learn how to drive. And at that exact time, somebody who was in the lane over decided they were going to merge into the lane that I was pulling out in. There was no reason for them to do this. There was no traffic. Uh, there wasn't like the, like the lanes in front of us. There was a better lane. There was no reason for this guy to do this. But he came in as I was coming out. No way for me to see him. A million ways for him to see me. And he hit me. And uh, so... Maybe he just wanted to meet you. Maybe. He was a um, fan. <laughs> and I've, I've only been hit ever once in my life. I got rear-ended once in Phoenix. That was driver's side, right? Yeah. If I'm understanding <gasps> it correctly. Very close to hitting me actually in the door. He hit. Luckily, it hit just the front left bumper. Didn't hit no tire damage, so that's good. Mm. Um, really not that serious of a hit. In fact, his car took more damage than mine because he sideswiped his whole right side and he just hit my corner. Um, but the funny part about this was I didn't see coming is that he uh, was from the UK and he was on his way back to the airport <laughs> to return the car. Oh. So uh, he had a rental car. So I but. And I was like, oh, this is going to be a, a shit show now because yeah. he's not even from this country. So I don't know how those insurances work. And he had a rental car. Goddamn colonizer. <laughs> I know, right? But I called uh, Progressive and they were sweet little angels. And uh, they said, it's actually good that it was a rental car because rental cars have so many insurances to try to bill. Mm -hmm. So you've got that guy's actual normal car insurance, mm -hmm. uh, which is probably European. You've got Avis's standard car insurance that they have on their end. You have the one where there's a waiver that they, he did sign to mm -hmm. accept uh, that he bought their insurance and the credit card which you buy it on normally has some sort of rental car insurance. So there's four insurance companies. Oh, oh. God, Keith, is your neck okay? Because <laughs> <laughs> we are about to fake it injury. I know. I, I know. It was, it was fine and he was chill and we worked it out, but I didn't, it wasn't bad. I did have a little bit of arm soreness oh. later in the evening, probably from just where I 10 step when I got hit because mm. it was just my steering wheel. So you're telling me that if I rent a car, I could just crash into anybody <laughs> and it's that's, chill. Zach, that's, that's not the takeaway of the that's, story. That's a takeaway because <laughs> well, there true. was a rental yeah. car. I can go to Britain. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, car. it was funny when I was on the phone with the guy because I was like, okay, do you have his address? I'm like, yeah, but just so you know, it's it's going to sound different because he's not from <laughs> this country. And it started with uh, flat 111 and he and I both just laughed. <laughs> <laughs> It was like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> a fun laugh. Yeah. They format their. That makes sense because yeah. when I went to South Africa, they forced everyone to get the additional car insurance on the car, like at the rental car agency. Mm -hmm. I'm normally like decline. You know, I have my own insurance. I got the credit card thing, but this was like mandatory. So we rented a car, drove all around South Africa for like three weeks, and at the end. We got into a little fender bender. Nice. Things look crazy, and it was a foreign country for us. Because, you know, you want to have a good time. Crash your car when no, you're on vacation. No, no, no. Crash no, no, your no, no. car. We were, we were trying Beat not to. Uh, and then we, like, returned it, and they were like, yeah, it's fine. We'll fix it. That's awesome. <laughs> Whoa, huh? Yeah, I mean, it's. Uh, I will say, I've. you know, when you're at that counter, they're like, now, if you do this, if anybody breaks into it, or if you cash, it's your fault, it won't matter. You can just do it. And I've always been like, so... If I like literally signed that and then went to the parking lot and ran it into a beam, <laughs> you'd be chill with that. And like, well, we don't advise you to do that. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, but like, just let me understand. If I crash it right now, you will just give me another car, yeah. and I could just do that indefinitely. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I think I'm gonna sell my car. Yeah. I want to live this consequence-free <laughs> <Yeah>. life. <laughs> Why am I driving around like a chump, always fearing the dings and the scratches? I could just be bumper car in my way through life. I was, you know, shaken up. I don't ever get hit often, and it is like a scary thought, and it just makes you think like, oh, this happens all the time in LA and you see like other serious accents. So I was happy that it was not 
a serious accident. The sound of crunching metal. Oh, mm. it was so oh. horrifying. It was so funny too because I like I pulled out and he hit me and I was like, oh, I I went, oh fuck, and then then I immediately got mad because I knew this is this person's fault and it looked like he was like driving away, but he just drove another block to pull over because there wasn't a spot mm. and I just I just got like such an immediate rage <laughs> like, oh fuck this, <laughs> <laughs> I was just wow. so mad because I just like, man, I'm gonna have to sit here for an hour and a half mm. and figure out this shit now because someone's negligence and that was like, now I don't have time to go see those open houses. Yeah. Oh, what up? I missed out on the house of my dreams. What if you missed the one? It was meant to be. Maybe yeah, they must have been bad houses. I hope so. <laughs> there was a day, not exaggerating that crashes happen in LA all the time. There was on Maggie's birthday. So this was this was back in November. I saw three car crashes in a single day. There was there was one right outside the window of the place where we were throwing the party. It was this huge, you heard a screech and a and a crash, and we looked outside. I mean, no one got hurt in any mm -hmm. of these accidents, thank God. Then, after the party, we're going down the 10, driving. Someone stops in front of me. I break. And I had to break, you know, someone abruptly because they had to break right. someone abruptly. It's kind of like that accordion effect. And then as, as I immediately look into my rear view mirror and I see the car coming at me way too hot <sighs> and it slams on the brake, screeches, barely misses me, but then gets rear-ended, gets rear-ended twice. Yeah. <gasps> and it was like, I... All I could do was watch the oh, impending mm -hmm. doom through that little rectangle mirror. I had that happen to me, except I did get hit. And they hit me so hard uh, that it pushed my car into the car in front of me. Oh, man. Oh, That's no. the only other time it happened. But I did the same thing. I, this person stopped. I screeched. just barely didn't hit them. And I looked at my rear room and I'm like, oh, no. And yeah. I was like, Becky, hold on. <laughs> We're about to get hit. And it's we did. scary. It's, well, yeah. yeah, it's terrifying. You know how my car is really shitty? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like... Mythically really bad, shitty. yeah, and so we made it worse. Parts of it were already replacement parts, like the bumpers, because I've gotten hit so often. Yeah, let's and run through. Your your paint is scratched and chipped all over. Your uh, air conditioning is non-functional. Yeah, for a couple years now. What what else? You have no radio. Yeah, yeah, it's it's it's, it's, <laughs> it's an old shit But you know, it's a Civic, so it's still it's still purring like a little kitty. Yeah. Um, but um, <laughs> one time I was Ow. I was uh directing a music video and I had to go find a samurai helmet for it. So I was shopping and because this was a classic samurai helmet that was very delicate, I had to put it on in the car wearing a samurai helmet. This was pre-digital pre work when I was- had to put it on? Yeah, I, was, I had that to put was it the on. Safest. It was cool, but I was like, uh, it's it when so I was directing a lot of music videos and- um, You couldn't like this, put it on the seat? No, but I just had this big ass samurai helmet car. I was trying to hold it delicately and um, I got rear-ended like so hard that oh, the no. entire back bumper, I had to replace it. It was like, crunched all the way in and then we pull over and it was this big, <laughs> this big van and I walk you get out, out with I walk helmet. out with the samurai helmet on and I'm a pretty I'm actually like a really like weird I'm just so nice to strangers yeah. so I'm like I don't know who this is and I turn and it's this really large van and it was probably like a family of like eight kids <laughs> oh, oh, and the guy comes down he's so so like apologetic and he mm -hmm. couldn't speak much English and I just was like dude just it's cool. Just go, go on, go on. You're fine. His car weirdly didn't have much damage. Mine was just like totaled in the back. But he first he came out. He was just like so confused, and he looked at me, and obviously I looked strange because he was like, "Do yeah. you speak English?" Because I'm wearing a samurai helmet, and I was like, "Whatever it is, are you from this time?" <laughs> yeah, <sir? laughs> I come out with my sword, and I was like, "You know, you go on ahead." And I like waved at the kids, and they left. But then I had to replace the bumper. Oh, you should have yeah. done that. Yeah, I've had weird. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. did you yeah. tell your insurance about it? I told my insurance about it, yeah. Oh, okay. But I didn't want had to make did they, them pay. Did for they anything. make you feel bad for not getting the other guy's insurance? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> yeah. I don't think he had insurance though. Mm. That's the thing. He definitely mm. didn't have insurance. Mm. So uh yeah, I was like, bye. Probably best <laughs> to not ruin his life. <laughs> yeah. So he yeah. was that was fine. Uh a stupider story is once I was in the Target parking lot underground and I told the entire side of my car because I saw a butterfly. <laughs> <laughs> I know this. Oh my God. I was turning to parking. You know how there's like pillars in underground parking spots? <laughs> I was just in my one of those artsy, fartsy moods and I like see this butterfly like <laughs> flat past my driver's window and I'm like watching it as I'm turning to park. And for some fucking reason, it's one of those moments you have where like time and space stopped and I thought like, the are, butterfly I thought, in the like parking lot. Are, are we all not butterflies trapped inside of a target parking lot? <laughs> right. Like, oh, is that not like capitalism at its worst? Am I, and cause I'm like, how is this butterfly gonna escape? And as I'm thinking this, like as, as like time stands still, I had, I had turned probably like though. maybe six inches too close to the pillar and it hits the side of my, my passenger door and it just, <laughs> 
re runs all the way along, <gasps> all the way to the back. Why, tire. why did you not stop? Because I was looking at the Upon butterfly. Upon initial impact. You didn't hear <laughs> the... Because by the end, I, by the time I realized, Ned, a butterfly does not know how to stop. A butterfly <laughs> merely flaps its wings. By and the time I realized, I had like totaled the right side of my car. The, I was, I just, the butterfly flitted out of my oh, view. That's funny. I and thought then, it was a situation where you heard the crunch and then you were like, "Well, the only way forward is through." Mm -hmm. <laughs> no, it was, it was <laughs> clearly like back from up. the cocoon. The butterfly must struggle just as the car must scratch against the wall. I must have looked like the biggest because it was a crowded parking lot too, and everyone was staring at me. I Guy out of the car and they're just like, why did that guy Screech. just slowly yeah, right. like run his entire car along this pillar? But yeah, it was. <laughs> but it was one of those moments. I was like, why, why, why do, why does life? Why does why it? does life? Why does life? Hmm. Is life worth it? As it ever, is now. You guys ever wreck your parents' car in high school? Oh yeah, yeah. bumps any scratches. Oh yeah, uh, no, my parents worst. only gave me like the leftover shitty car. I had such a shitty car that every morning. I had to pour a gallon of water into the engine coolant because they had a coolant leak. Oh and instead of fixing the leak, they're like, well, you can just put water in it every day. And so I'd also have to do that when I left high school because it would be empty. So I'd have to go into the band room, fill up a jug of water, and then in the parking lot and pour it into my car oh, yeah. just to drive the mile home. Yeah, I, have, I, I had a scratch of my mom's car. That's really a little bit more than a scratch uh, where I hit a parked car. Uh, because I was like driving like a bunch of uh, friends, except they weren't friends. They were just kind of people I knew. Right. <laughs> like, I don't know. I didn't really know them that yeah. well. We were going to some shared activity. Uh, and so like there's this one guy that's kind of a jerk. And I was like, I don't think I can fit between those two things. And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, you can. You can. Like, you won't. Like, I bet you can't. Like something where like trying to like upset me to say, oh, yeah. Only a little bitch couldn't get <laughs> yeah, that. Exactly. <laughs> Only a little like bitch couldn't through those bitch cars couldn't and thread die. that meal. <laughs> uh, and, and I was affected by that, and I was like, all right, well, all right, I'm, I'm not a little bitch, so I suppose I can <laughs> thread Probably it. My buzz. Probably a little bitch can thread that needle. And I tried to thread the needle, and I crashed into a, a parked car. But the joke's on him because I think it was his mom's car. Oh, that you scratched? I was picking him up at his house. Oh, <laughs> oh damn. I love that this is just becoming adventures and shitty vehicles. Uh -huh. yeah. My first car when I moved to LA, I didn't want my parents to help me out anyway. So I came with just the money that I had and I bought an $800 car <laughs> and it was exactly mm -hmm. what you would expect. It was a lemon from the second I bought it. I mean, wow. it gave me a year and a half to two years of hell. And actually, no, before that, when I didn't know I was going to move here, I, I had a rental car and I had um, uh, what's uh, a Crown Vic, which is the un either old people or undercover cops. It's like a boat, a giant oh, yeah, boat in a uh -huh. car. So I could change lanes on the highway without looking. People would get the fuck out of my way. Because <laughs> that, was, that was either a senile old man or an undercover cop. And either way, people give you a and, radius. And looking at you, I'm not sure which. <laughs> <laughs> but this, this $800 car, it was so unbelievably shitty. It, it got to a point where every time I would come to a stop, the end, everything would shut off. And so I would have to s turn off the engine, restart it, and it would stall at red lights. And so, and then when I, it got even, I'm like, I can handle that. Okay, that's fine. You know, get to a red light, restart the engine. We good, we Gucci. Then it would get to a point <laughs> where, I'm not proud of that. We're Gucci. <laughs> We're not We're I'm just embellishing. We're not proud of it I'm just either. embellishing. Okay. <laughs> Uh, it got to the point where whenever I would start to slow down, the power steering and power braking would shut off. So I would have to hold on to the wheel and slam on the brake with all of my might and hope that I could brake in time to not hit the car in front of me. Mm. We Gucci. We good. <laughs> we, <laughs> we, get good we could get through this. Uh, finally, I used to uh, PA on, on commercials, and so we were on overnights. I was driving home at, you know, four in the morning, and... I, oh, I also used to have to um, turn the heater on all the time so that the engine wouldn't overheat, right. so that all the heat would blast onto me. Uh -huh. that, that's a little pro tip out there. If your engine's overheating, turn on the heater. It'll take it all, blow it in your face. Um, mm. Save your engine. Uh, all of a sudden, I'm like, huh, that's weird. There seems to be some smoke coming through my radio. Mm. Uh, I pull over on the side of the highway, and the second that I stop, the entire hood is like, 
a chimney, just a smokestack, uh-huh. barbecue on 4th of July. And so I get out, and it's, again, 4 in the morning, middle of the winter in L.A., the desert. It gets cold. I'm not dressed for it. So I just run away from my car. I, I'm like, I don't know if it's, is it going to explode? Gonna, is it gonna blow? What's yeah. going to happen? So I call AAA. They're like, we'll be there in 25 minutes. I'm like, that sucks. <laughs> so I'm, you know, and also on the side of the highway, cars are just whizzing past yeah. me as fast as they can. Mm-hmm. Uh, finally, a police officer pulls over and asks if I'm okay. I say no. Uh, and he, for whatever reason, he wouldn't let me in his car because I was shivering, but he did let me put my hands on the hood of his car to wow. warm myself up. So I just kind of hugged the police officer's hood for about five minutes, and then AAA came. And I learned wow. uh, that you need to spend more than pennies on a car. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, well, sometimes. That makes me think of the, the jury duty case that I... Uh, had to listen to. Did you get? Did I ever tell you guys about that? You did jury duty. I did jury duty for like two weeks. It was Oof. a long case. Wow. And, and tell me if you guys think that were you this the head juror? Was, were you like the guy who got to be like, no, we no, no, the jury, we <laughs> the jury, find the defendant, guilty. Waste of our time. Uh, it uh, no, they picked like the oldest, the oldest lady, the elder stateswoman. Wow. Yes, yes. Uh, we so the jury. Tell me the if jury. you think this guy was guilty or not. Uh, it's a limousine, middle of the night, 3 a.m. Guilty. It, <laughs> <laughs> it stopped in the middle of the highway, not on the side of the highway, in one of the lanes. No hazard lights are on, uh, and a cop sees this. It's just like stopped in the middle of the highway. Cop sees this, starts doing all this weaving maneuvers to slow down traffic, and like goes to the guy, and the cop sees that the guy's drunk, and the cop is like, uh, sir, like you gotta, you gotta pull the car off the road. He's in the middle of the highway. A mill, like uh, the cop described it as the two lanes in, and the guy described it as half in the second lane, half in the fa- farthest lane because he was <laughs> trying to pull over to the side of the road, and the car broke down. That's that's what the guy's story was. Uh-huh. The cop sees that he's drunk, asks him to pull over. And the guy gets in the car, turns it on, and then goes to the exit and pulls all the way over. So the car must not have been that much broken. Mm. Anyways, they do all these drunk tests. He's failing them. Are you legally allowed to share the details? Yeah, 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 yeah. Just making sure. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they, they do. This <laughs> is okay. Yeah, they do all of these. You know, the hands on the face and the walking in the straight line and the alphabet. Then they take him for a breathalyzer test. He's failing the breathalyzer test, um, like because he can't blow enough. Uh, like they have to blow. Yeah, a you have to blow. Pro, pro tip: get a get a rental car, have bad lung capacity. He'll never get in trouble. So he yeah. can't his lung. He can't blow hard enough. Right, right, uh-huh. right. Or he's like not doing it right, or or yeah, not. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and they they so they they either don't have enough to like actually make a test but whatever they they get they get a number it's like 0.07 uh so he's like not technically 0.08 but he's like been drinking and mm-hmm. was doing dangerous stuff so um what happens next so then the guy himself the limo driver gets on the stand and says this is his defense he says hey uh my car was broken down and when i was on the side of the road waiting for the tow truck i had some beers and then, you know, I didn't drive drunk. It was only because the cop told me to get off the road. That's what, what happened. <laughs> Ooh, interesting. Limos would be filled with it's the alcohol. Yeah, because it was the they end do, of the night. They do have had extra beer. Wait, so he drank it after the cop told him to get off the side of the road? No, no, no. He drank it well, after he stopped in the middle of the road. Waiting for a tow truck. He's he biding his time. in the middle of the highway. Yeah. That's what he said. But then they brought up this scientist that was like, well, at the amount of alcohol he had, that means he would have had at least five drinks and he would have had to have started drinking four hours ago. Oh. And the guy mm. describes it as, on the side of the road, I had a beer. Mm. Something. What do you guys think that. happened? Do you think that he was guilty or not guilty? He's clearly guilty. He was standing on a block of ice. <laughs> Probably guilty, right? I would, I would think most people would guess guilty. Yeah, was I mean, he, I'm. Uh, I, I would. I wonder. Is what was like, the charge? Driving under the influence. A, a just a driving charge. Mm-hmm. I wonder if it's this thing of like the burden of proof, and there's not enough to mm-hmm. definitively say. 
despite the, f- I, I don't know. I mean, to me, he sounds guilty as hell. Well, we were the jury, and it was our task to decide <gasps> okay, whether so he was guilty jury. or not guilty. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, also, do I like the guy? You know, what's, what are how are his character witnesses? Did he make a mistake? No think, character witnesses only called himself to testify. I have a pretty low drunk driving threshold, so I'd probably... Uh, yeah, I also, like, what if guilty. you just, like, if he, if it's the middle of the night and he doesn't have hazards on, you could have just been flying through that freeway and just rammed him and every, everyone would have died. That'd be terrible. I think it's just such, so negligent regardless yeah. to not flip on hazards. So to me, that says you're a drunk person and you were drunk. Right. Also, he can get fined, you know, even if it's not uh, driving under the influence. There's, there's driving one... Driving while intoxicated. Yeah, right below yeah. it, which you can get at any... Point yeah. anything yeah. you I th- can get. I think that's what they were trying him for because if oh, you wasn't point oh eight, you know, anyway. you don't have to be driving drunk to be endangering people because yeah. you're drinking in and around the road. <laughs> okay, so what happened in the room? We was the there jury? one guy? So what happened in the room was <laughs> the jury uh, was pretty much split down the middle. <gasps> wow, that many called a hung pe- jury. Uh, ultimately, yeah. after many mm-hmm. hours of deliberation, uh, we couldn't reach a consensus. Uh, which side were you on? I thought that he was guilty. Yeah. Then, the right side of history. Well, you know. <laughs> the other half of the jury were all limo drivers. Like, <laughs> well, I see where he's coming from. Yeah, they, they were like. stuck in the car, yeah, you know. There were some of the arguments in that room were like, well, you, do you want to really ruin his livelihood and his life? And I was like, he, somebody could have died because of what he did if they crashed into him. Oh, yeah. Like, it's the. The reason that this is a thing, <laughs> it's a bad thing, <laughs> is that it prevents other people from dying. They're like, that's he he would lose Look, his we've license. All, we've all lawyer. we've all stopped our cars in the middle of the freeway <laughs> once or twice, you know. Sometimes you, 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 your car breaks down, you have a couple beers, you know. I, I can relate to the guy. <laughs> wow. So you actually, because I don't so know what? a single person that's gotten a jury summons, gotten oh, yeah. picked. Sat through, done their goddamn civic thing. duty. You did it, and you have nothing to show for it. No, I mean, tried to do the at right the thing. At the end, everyone was so split that we had to tell the judge we can't come to a decision. He's like, I'll fuck all of you. And the judge said something that stuck with me that was like, even the even like the decision not to be able to re- reach a decision is sometimes in and of itself like uh, an indication of. I don't know, either the truth or of the fact that if not everyone can agree that maybe that is mm. an indication that's more gray than not. But I was like, fuck all of you. He's clearly endangering people. This is not okay. Wow. Uh, I didn't say that. How I tried to persuade the them. This was like midway through BuzzFeed. So I oh, was, wow. uh, you know, it's just maybe four years ago. Oh, no wonder. You were like, oh, yeah, they'll pay for me to go to jury duty for a couple days. <laughs> that, that's true. I mean, I was... They they did pay for your jury duty. Oh, they but do. But it's still like yeah. it's yeah. you know it feels like uh not fun, uh, totally not fun changes. use of time. But it was very interesting. Well, oh God no, I don't know. I'm not gonna say it. No. What? Um, no. Why would I do this? Why did I do that? Well, wow. okay. So basically, <laughs> Eugene, the same Eugene, exact. This is, this is your out. If you want to change the okay, topic, I'm you not can just, saying it. No, no, no. You can just say something else. I'm just like and no. pretend that that's the thing you were gonna say. Okay. <laughs> I bought a bag of Granny Smith apples yesterday, and one of them was rotten, and all the apples couldn't decide if they should get the apple out of the bag or not. Uh, there was a split down right down the middle. <laughs> See, we did it. Well, I'll just say there's, there's like, <laughs> Eugene, uh, we want to hear it. If we want to hear it because it's so conflicting. There's like such a wealth of stories that my family has explicitly said, don't talk about in videos, don't talk about in, in your podcast, <laughs> don't write about it in your book. Mm. Y- your family has crazy stories. Maybe say it at a comedy show. They don't hey. know about the comedy show. Mm. But um, yeah, basically that story you said literally exactly happened to someone I know personally uh, in a different mm. country with way funnier results. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, wow. And they were not pretending like there was a crime that was committed. They purposely parked right in the middle of the freeway and took a nap. Wow. Mm. Drunk. Oh, wow. And the cops were like super okay with it. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. Canada. Canada. <laughs> yeah. That's, but anyway, that's why it's pretty you know, funny when you're story. From another country in America, you buy that insurance because the other country's uh, driver insurance. Maybe it's okay to do crazy accidents in a row, but here it's not. So you got to cover for it. Yeah, yeah. different culture. Different yeah, culture. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fascinating. So at the end of the day, the case was thrown out. The state could have retried them if they wanted to, but it'd probably be a waste of resources. And he's gonna just go free. 
That story about cars made me furious. And this week we saw the trailer release for Fast and Furious. And <laughs> yes. I just want to say yeah. one thing. Yes. Because we're not going to go into a whole thing. But John Cena plays Vin Diesel's younger brother. John Cena and Vin Diesel are brothers in a cinematic universe. And what's more, Vin Diesel catches a car. Yeah. With his hands standing on top of a car, he catches another car. He's a superhero. Yeah. I'm amped. It's going to be the greatest movie ever made. We're back to five, six, seven peak form. Yes. We took a little break for eight and Hobbs and Shaw. We had a nice little recess, but they're back, baby. They, they he, he confidently swings a car like Tarzan. <laughs> like, <laughs> as if he's like, this is going to work. Yeah. Where, it, it, it's great. It's unbelievable. I mean, uh, the helicopter jumping in a car. Yeah. Like, that's like, oh, that's crazy. This is a car being a person. I've never done this before. It's a three and a half minute trailer. I had to start putting my hand in front of the screen and saying, no, it's too much awesome. I yeah. couldn't. I think my heart was doing backflips. And then at the end, mm -hmm. Han is back. Mm -hmm. the How? Greatest, the greatest How? character in Fast and Furious <laughs> history. We've seen him die twice. Yeah. Same time. Yeah. He's back, baby. Wow. I'm amped. That's all the time we have for Fast and Furious. But I, I just needed to get that out into the universe. Uh, if you know Vin Diesel. <laughs> have him on the pod. Just tell him I want to hang out. I don't need to be in the movie. I just want to go by I don't and think hi. you. I don't think you'd be able to function around Vin, Vin Diesel. I you're, you're like at an obsessive <laughs> level of fandom for Vin Diesel. Well, whether you're about to meet your favorite celebrity, maybe you were just in a fender bender, or perhaps you're thinking about adopting a dog, you could use some advice. And you can get that advice from our podcast gremlin, Miles Bonsignore, in his segment, <laughs> Advice That Will Go For Miles. Hit it! It's advice that'll go for miles. Tune it to your radio station. It's advice that'll go for miles. Everyone get ready. Miles Nation! Miles Nation! Go. So you didn't do the abridged version this week? <laughs> it's advice that'll go for miles. One more time. I'm Becky Haversberger, and this is oh advice God. that will go for miles. Oh my What's up, Miles Nation? How's it going? How's it going? How's it going? How's it going? Wow. I didn't even know about that. You did not rope Keith's wife into that intro. <laughs> When oh did you boy. get when did you get Becky? I texted her. I thought it'd be funny. That is hilarious. <laughs> that is hilarious. Unacceptable. What's that up, Miles funny. Nation? How y'all doing tonight? We feeling good? We feeling frosty? <laughs> <laughs> Hello, pilgrims. Do you wanna be a sexy little builder? Bob? Do you want to be so strategic that you know how to bang hot babes? Oh. Uh, uh. <laughs> Corn, hay, sheeps, ore, and bricks. Oh, we're about to talk about Catan. These are elements of the world that you can use to build a city. My advice to you is to play Settlers of Catan. Yeah, this is the best advice I'll go for miles you've ever done. I'm here for it. Play that theme song. Advice that'll go for miles. 16 minutes long. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Why should we play it? Uh, recently, uh, this weekend on Friday, I was at a Magic the Gathering draft also at a hobby dope. store. Um, and I saw that they had <laughs> Settlers element right now. I saw that they had Settlers of Catan, yeah. and I love it. And I had only played it a couple times, but I went back and I bought it the next day. Boom! Played a game of it. It is so fun. It is like I found that like there were a couple people and they're like, I don't know, is it a strategy game? Like I don't really know. Like I'm not really that into that stuff. And then within 15 minutes, like it's really easy to play. Your friends love it, and it's strategic. And there's like a trade barter thing, like in the card game BS. You kind of get to like lie and cheat, and that's fun too. That's right. It's a perfect game. Very fun. Ask yourself, are you a hot person? <laughs> then you should play Settlers of Catan. <laughs> and if you don't think you're a hot person, I'm telling you right now, you are a hot person. Yeah, that's right. Everybody's sexy in their own way. That's you know what I'm right. saying? I, I need to state the obvious. 
Settlers of Catan yeah. is the nerdiest name for a game <laughs> possible. It sounds, you hear that and you go, not in Ugh. a million years. I just years. think beige. Beige, <laughs> the color yeah. beige. You know, I think it's like a sort of a burnt yellow. The cover is a lot of uh, golden fields. But the game itself mm. is very fun and not what the name suggests. And mm -hmm. the barrier of entry is not that intense. It's uh, very fun. And yeah, you, you jumped over that. But bartering, you basically just get to hoard mm -hmm. cards and then make your friends pay uh, exorbitant prices for it and become a little snake oil salesman. It's very fun. Unless you roll a seven, in which case you lose all your cards. <gasps> yeah. Ned loves board games. I do love board games. I'm big in. Honestly, we went to this Magic the Gathering draft and I was like, what we all, we went with Will mm -hmm. and we were just like, oh, we should do this at second try. We all get three packs <gasps> and we do a draft with like six people. That sounds great. I'd we'll play a draft. force really everyone fun. to do it. Yeah. <laughs> <That'd be laughs> force Rachel our, and Alexander. Spring outing and shut <laughs> <laughs> going somewhere fun, we're going to force everyone oh, to buy in. And it will have to be optional, but it is really fun. All right, I'm going to take the others to a party at a bar. Yeah. And y'all can hang out here and play the Suitlers of Kachoo. That sounds like a win-win. <laughs> Honestly. Because I would rather do board games at home. Yeah. Very fun. Just don't, you guys tried no. to have me play it once. It wasn't well, an RV I that was bouncing. On an RV that then almost rear-ended someone. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> was, we tried to play it in a bumpy car. But even, ex, <laughs> even, ex, even the during the explaining it, my mind started just like zoning out. Yeah. I did like Dungeons and Dragons mm -hmm. when we yeah. tried it for a video. My advice for that is like that's hard. It's really hard to get people who don't know how to play a board game to learn the rules without them getting like bored and stressed and want to just hang out and talk to each other. And my yeah. advice is always start playing like yeah. before. Or they're ready, start playing yeah. and be like, oh, now you do this. You and don't like, have oh. to explain every little thing. Yeah. Uh, someone will always make a mistake. Uh, it's fine. Even if it like ruins the game, it doesn't ruin the game because you're playing the game. You're yeah. having fun. Challenge of Settlers, too, is that the the beginning of the game mm -hmm. is like the longest, slowest part. Right. It, or it could it has the capacity to be because people mm -hmm. are you're trying to strategically place your first two pieces. Mm -hmm. So if you just breeze past that and just let the first game be the game where you're all learning then you're going to yeah. be in a better place to succeed. Exactly. I'll tell you that Maggie, who's not a board game person, played it, and after two games, loved it. Third game, uh, beat everyone playing. So mm. it's... It is Capacity is there. And it's just competitive enough, right? You're trading, so it's cooperative, but you're also... There's a couple of things where... Like you're competing to see who has a longer road yeah. by building little bricks. And... Uh, Let's just say you don't want to <laughs> cut off your loved ones. <laughs> oh, yeah. Have you got any advice about that? Oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh. If I, I try to avoid... Uh, avoid Ariel. Being married changes how you are allowed exactly. to play board games. <laughs> mm -hmm. I, I will 100% yeah. say that. I got to win on my own merits. I, I, It's usually not a good idea if I win <laughs> by screwing over Ariel. Because that's totally a great way to play mm -hmm. if you're not married. Yeah. You've won the battle, but you've lost the war. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you've lost the war and hard. Settlers really ushered in like this whole this new era of, of board games. I think it was that uh, is credited with it, and then Cards Against Humanity kind of brought card yeah. games back to the party forefront. But we're living in a little board game renaissance it's right huge. now. It's insulting that you say them in the same breath. Yeah, they're I, very look, different. I don't hold them in the same <laughs> regard, but Card Against Humanity was that game that made right. people, people at parties played, realize, yeah. like, oh, games are fun, and yeah. right, it can be social. Instead and of saying a funny joke, I can just put a card down. It's <laughs> yeah. a funny joke. Who needs a personality <laughs> when a card has one for you? Yeah, sometimes not everybody's super, super funny, and that makes everybody in the room pretty funny. That's so true. That I get mm -hmm. that. I get what the appeal of that. You guys are all about Quiplash, right? Yeah, Quiplash I was going to actually just so mention Honorable mention, Quiplash, uh, also Betrayal at House on the Hill, another great board game. That's a good game. Pandemic. That's spooky. Also Pandemic's good. good. I like Pandemic, game. too, because it's mm -hmm. about the players working together to beat the game. Yeah. Rather than the players playing against each other in the game. Right. So I love games where it's us as a team taking on the game itself. And a reason that uh, House on Hot Hill is great is because mm -hmm. when you start out, there's no villain. Yeah. And then one of you becomes the villain. Mm -hmm. And that's fun. what's super fun. And like in the middle of the game, suddenly, oh shit, Zach's possessed and he's a demon, and now we all have to beat Zach. And yeah. Zach gets special powers to beat us more easily because it's one versus three. Yeah, I'm a demon. Yeah, <laughs> I'm fun. a demon. Fun game. Yeah, very fun. Which board game allows you to catch a car, like Vin Diesel? The Fast and the Furious. Tabletop. <laughs> tabletop, tabletop card Katan. game. Yeah, I mean, Fast Katan and Furious Monopoly technically <laughs> does awesome. allow that, but you just kind of have to imagine it. Oh, what a time. What a time. So many indeed. good stories today. I think we had a good time, didn't <laughs> we? <laughs> hey, 
Good story, Ned. Yeah, thank yeah. you. Good story, Eugene. Good story, Zach. Thanks, Zach. Mm-hmm. Way to go, Keith. Thanks, story, Ned. Thank thanks, you Keith. Miles, for listening. Miles. You did your thing. Thanks. thanks yeah, thanks. good thanks. theme song. Yeah. yeah. Hey, and sure listeners, subscribe. Good, good listening. Mm-hmm. Good listening. Great job. Great job, you, for listening to this podcast. Now, one more thing is to just subscribe and leave us a five-star review because you'll get to know what new podcasts come out. If you're watching on YouTube, ring that bell. You'll get a little push notification, just like Eugene's adoption dogs Mm -hmm. when we have new podcasts. And for more of The Tripod, head on over to patreon.com slash tryguys to listen to The Tryguys Post thoughts. Post thoughts podcast, <laughs> aka the after pod. I always want to call Sometimes. it the after pod. I forgot to say we but record it afterwards. Last, last week we teased the idea of uh, making a me making a music playlist for you guys, and mm-hmm. uh, enough of you, and by that I mean three of you asked for it, and that's <laughs> enough for me. So yeah. I'm gonna post that on uh, Patreon.com/slash Try Guys. It'll mm-hmm. be a, a public link, but we'll do a nice Spotify playlist Ooh. of Zach's hot jams. That's awesome. Nice. Uh, so you get that. To look forward to join and, our Triceratops community. We got mugs. <laughs> yeah. All right, enough of that plug-in bullshit. Mm-hmm. Uh, this has been fun. This has been The Tripod. We'll see you next time. Keith, hit us with the official Tripod theme song. It was a great day. We shared all of our stories. I hope you got to the place you were headed in your car, listeners. <laughs> it's a tripod. Until next time, stay beautiful. Hey, Miles, did we get anyone making us theme songs? Uh, did you check? I did check. I'm waiting till there's more, and then we're going to play them. Nice. Keep them coming. Keep them coming. <laughs> <laughs>